0: Robins on the Wire, a Bristol Post podcast with
1: Michelle Owen and Bristol City reporter Gregor McGregor.
0: Before we start this week's podcast, a big thank you to ELM Legal Services, who are based in Bristol and provide will writing and estate planning services across the UK. You can get a standard single will for £99. If you'd like to get in touch, call them 0800 019 4557. Welcome along to Robbins on the Wire with myself, Michelle Owen and Gregor McGregor. On this week's podcast, we'll talk about Zach Viner going out on loan, a new defender coming to Ashton Gate, and a couple more new signings in attacking positions, which is exciting. The future of Joe Bryan. And first, Gregor, before we start, I've got to tell you I don't know if you've heard about this, you probably have. Away from Bristol City, it's coming home. <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was waiting for somebody to say that
0: yeah i've been going yeah. around to everyone i've
1: heard a rumor yeah
0: i've been going around to everyone like in work at like the sky sports studios and i'm like oh have you heard about this because obviously it's transfer season and everyone's a bit like oh what, what what are you saying i'm like you don't know and they're like what i'm like it's coming home mm. but we'll come on to england i think towards the end shall we yeah nice we're just about calmed down from tuesday evening and look, looking ahead to the weekend but first and foremost for us bristol city When I read about Zach Viner going out alone, I was shocked, Gregor. What do you
1: think? Well, I actually knew about that one for a a few weeks, that there was a good chance, but um, I couldn't actually say anything until um, it was all signed off and uh, done. Uh, Got a bit of flack about that at the weekend, but that's the way it goes. Um, Yeah, so basically Viner's gone out. I think it's a good deal for everybody, really, because he'll go out. He's got more chance of playing first-team football and what I've been asking Bristol City fans is, when was the last time that um, a young player from Bristol City went on loan to a championship club, a, a side in the in the English second tier? That doesn't happen very often. And certainly to my mind, I couldn't find too many. And I think it's a really good sign of of the, the talent coming through the Bristol City Academy.
0: Can I counter that with why are Bristol City potentially giving him to a rival for the season? I mean, it's often an indicator of where... Uh, Bristol City think Rotherham are out obviously newly promoted back in the championship this season after a season away so they think they'll probably be in the lower echelons but let's just say Bristol City have you know not a season as they'd hoped which has happened for a couple of seasons before last season they could be down there loading out one of your most exciting prospects potentially to a rival
1: I think the club sees it that basically he'll get more first team football at Rotherham or it will have a better chance of getting regular first-team football there. Memmi's going to have, like, four players ahead of him at Bristol City still. Jens Hegler, Bailey Wright, Adam Webster, Nathan Baker. Whereas he'll play more often there and it'll help his development. And, yeah, so I can't remember City being able to loan players at such a high level. And just interestingly, I was told actually behind the scenes on this deal that um, Rotherham were probably the only side... That City would consider loaning Zach to because it's an obvious step up from League One last mm-hmm. season, and yeah, they, they they don't feel that they're a threat to keeping Zach in the long run. They see his his future basically is at Ashton Gate, and I just think it's a great move from the club and for Zach. And I think um, in the years ahead, they, they, this is going to be this going to prove to be very beneficial.
0: So, you don't think Zach Viner be ready to play for Bristol City this season because? Uh, Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I've seen him play at Plymouth Argyle, of course, which is um, the league below last season. But he was really good. He was commanding in defence. He looked like he was growing every game. Could Bristol City not call upon his services this season?
1: They could, and I think he could have done a job. However, it's just a case of numbers, really. Um, And I I think there's a certain element of good planning here because... Sometimes you have got to look beyond just this season. And don't forget, you, you've got the club captain, Bailey Wright, who's got to play. um Nathan Baker, who, who had a really good season for his first year back at Ashton Gate. Adam Webster. Uh, and then, you yeah, you brought in Adam Webster, who is very highly rated. And the, yeah. the more I read about this guy, the more I do the research into him, I, I really do think this is a good signing. And statistically, I, I can't remember if we spoke about this, but statistically, measuring by Opta data, this guy had a better season than Aidan Flint last, oh, wow. last season. Yeah, So that's like I mean it's subjective obviously but just judging by the amount of crosses cut out clearances mm. successful tackles all this all this kind of stuff he was st- statistically better than Flint last season so I'm not saying he's a better player than Flint but he's certainly got the potential to be uh, and he's, he's certainly he's young, a lot younger yeah, yeah yeah five years younger or so, so.
0: and the new signing is welcome in Jack Hunt tell me more about him gotta be very careful how you say that one You know on Soccer
1: Saturday, there's going to be a slip-up on that, isn't there? Probably so. so. Well, yeah, that's all done, isn't it? Um, No no official confirmation, but I wouldn't be surprised if that happens while we're recording this. He was down at Ashton Gate having a medical uh, last night, apparently. Um, Sources in Sheffield and across the board have um, uh, basically confirmed this one. And yeah, for me, it it looks like another really good pick-up from the club and, and maybe a marked... Change in their transfer policy?
0: Well, he's a fullback. He likes to attack. We know a fullback that likes to attack, and that's Joe Bryan. Is this the move of bringing in a replacement for Joe Bryan and Joe Bryan then going to leave? Because there's been. Links to Leeds and Middlesbrough for Joe Bryan. But I'd be really surprised if he went to one of them. What's the point in Joe Bryan going to another championship club at this stage? 24. Arguably for me, I wrote in my column a few weeks ago, him and Bobby Reid, the most exciting prospects to come from Bristol City last season. You know, he's got to bear in mind Aidan Flint's age and things like that. So Bobby Reid's gone for £10 million to Cardiff City. Joe Bryan has to be commanding a fee somewhere near that. You know, they've got the same time left on their contracts. He's not going to go to a championship club, is he?
1: I don't think so. Um I really can't see that myself. I'd had a little update on that situation this week and as I understand it, um although this is now a day or so old and maybe even two days by the time um the podcast comes out, but but yeah, there've been no bids whatsoever for Joe as I understand it from sources um f- around the player. Um yeah, so nobody has actually stumped up any money for him just yet. However, there is lots of interest in him. Um, so my basically reading of the situation is that there are clubs keeping a very watchful eye, but I think, and I sort of mentioned this in my article actually, I called him the, the jewel of the in the crown at Bristol City at the moment. And I, I think Steve Lansdowne really does rate him very highly. And, and so he should, because Joe is... He's got everything really because he's one, he's a great player, had a great season last year, really developed. Two, he stands out statistically. Statistically he was the best left back in the championship. Um and a lot of clubs use data and that to to identify their talents before watching them in the flesh. Three away, away from the pitch, he's a brilliant guy. He's isn't top he? guy, isn't he? Yeah, that's he, what I was he, saying. My comment last
0: week. Not only are you losing this amazing player, but you're mu- losing this amazing character from what we know of him around the dressing room. But the things he does away from the pitch, the things he does for the Children's Hospice Southwest, he randomly just goes and drops bags of clothes off to them. You know, he's got like designer jeans, and he's just giving them away for free. He played. He paid for the guy who broke his leg playing for Nelson Tickenham last season. He paid for his rehab and physio. Remember when there was that thing about the pitches being churned up locally for a local football club? Yeah. And didn't he pay for he some did, of yeah, the repairs did. there? Did. So, I mean, this is... A
1: top guy uh, absolutely, and I can add to that as well in that i 've been told a few stories behind the scenes which i'm i can 't sort of reveal, but only, only just sort of word of mouth, yeah, yeah, yeah word of mouth good good stories about both um Bobby Reed and mm. Joe Bryan some lovely stuff that they 've done there's there's more to it basically than those stories, so yeah these guys are really good, and yeah you're absolutely right um this is another big tick in the box he 's the sort of character, the sort of guy you want in your team in yeah. your squad um and he 's got a great attitude. Um, he He balances as well
0: doesn't he because he's clearly one of the lads he's very well liked but I think football is they get a bad rap don't they and all sorts is written in the papers you can read books I mean if you've read the secret footballer books you'll know that in some of those the tales about what footballers get up to on tour and things you know you almost cringe at but then there's the flip side and there are footballers out there doing amazing things and to have one of those at your club is special but is it inevitable that he is going that they're going to lose not only a brilliant footballer but a decent character and uh, by the way, that's not to say there's not loads of decent characters in the Bristol City football
1: team. Yeah, good point. Um, regarding Joe Bryan, unfortunately so. My information is that basically he's been offered multiple contracts by the club now, um, which he has turned down. And my information is that he, he, he won't sign a new deal at Bristol City. So in a way, that, that kind of forces the hand a little bit and... Yeah, I sort of mentioned this earlier I think he's got a prohibitive price tag at the moment set by the club but that will no doubt come down as we reach the end of the window Um, has been suggested to me by one source that potentially he could stay next season and leave on a free transfer but I don't think that will happen because I just don't think Mark Ashton and Steve will want to lose that basically and they'll they'll want to replace him Mm. which I come on to in a second and um, yeah so basically I, I think there's a deal to be done later in the window and I think, yeah, what I've been told is uh, there's major interest from the likes of Leeds and Millsborough, but there is also interest from Premier League clubs. Um, I know that Fulham are interested in um, as one club. But That's no bids yet. No bids yet. Um, another club, I believe... Uh, might be interested is Bournemouth they had Mm -hmm. a lot of um, scouts they had Steve Lavelle uh, who is um, Eddie Howe's half-brother a lot of Bristol City games last season Um, but in terms of like a Premier League move I think just think a lot of clubs are looking at other moves at the moment people like Kieran Tierney at Celtic and what happens there will then depend on who they next go for it'll be a list of targets they're working their way down so yeah I think basically a Premier League club will come in for him in in my opinion towards the end of the window and yeah it'll, it'll He'll likely be off.
0: Joe Bryan, could he be one that, if he really kicked on in the next two, three years, could we see him at a World Cup in the future? Or is that a bit far-fetched?
1: I don't think it is. I, I saw um, John Pemberton tweeting about it, didn't he? he said yes, that, a few months ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he, he said that he could be an England squad. I think, yeah, he has got a really good game. And there aren't a huge amount of really talented left-footed, left-backs, left left-wing-backs mm-hmm. Um, to my mind, English. I mean, I mean, the
0: only left-footed player in the England squad right now at, at fullback is Danny
1: Rose. Yeah, and there's question marks about him and his form last season, obviously a former Bristol City player as well for a bit. very uh, <laughs> <Quite> briefly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you've got the likes of Luke Shaw, but again, he's not had the best season either. So, yeah, maybe there is an opening for him in the future if he can get into the Premier League and play him regularly. So we'll have to watch it. But just to come on to your earlier point... Uh, uh, Hunt coming in from Sheffield. Yeah, I was going to come
0: back to this so, in terms of caliber. He's, how he's, do we compare him?
1: He, he, that's a very smart pickup. Um, I understand um, that he, he's basically. Uh, I think he's signing a three, year, three or four year deal. Mm. But he's a right back, so um, yeah, he won't be coming in. So he won't be Brian. coming down
0: on the left side, no. right? Okay. No. So um, Lloyd Kelly is still the one we're, we're looking to on that side.
1: Yes, Lloyd Kelly will be sort of one of the first choices over there. But my information is, <clears throat> excuse me, that the club will bring in another left-back as well okay. this summer. And, um, Any idea if, of, if, of names? If they sell Joe Bryan, they definitely will. No, not not just at no, this moment. Okay,
0: not. That's interesting. OK, let's move on to a big incoming uh, this week. One I was quite surprised at. I don't know if you knew about this, uh, Andreas Weimann. Around £2 million, we think. It's sort of a big name signing, isn't it? You know, he's got Premier League experience with Aston Villa. was with Derby County last season. He had sort of an on and off time at Derby County, didn't he? He, was at, he went out alone to Wolves la- the season before last. So he's not the most prolific attacking player, but, wow, he works hard, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, um, I spoke to quite a few of um, our sort of Derby colleagues, actually, about Andreas and, um, yeah, knew that he was coming down for his medical... Um, And, yeah, I I think it could be another shrewd um, sort of budget steal from the club, if I'm honest. And we're seeing, like, three or four of those this summer. Mm -hmm. I I think this is a slight difference over last summer because they seem to be picking up guys with championship experience and we said this didn't
0: we we said this before the transfer window opened if they're serious about going for promotion they need that championship calibre you can't always pick up players from league one and and hope they can come through and, and do the business it's not to say they won't but to get someone like Andreas Feynman that's been in the playoff battle that's played in the Premier League it's going to be very good for the Bristol City dressing room
1: yeah, and I, I know some fans out there will be saying, "Well, hold on, they're not spending like six, seven million pounds on on Jack Marriott, who we might come on to, and, and other really top talents." But it's it's tough to bring those players in because basically you're competing against Premier League yep. clubs who can pay a lot more, and it's, it's also the wages. When you pay, as uh, someone was explaining to me uh, this to me this week, but when you pay seven million pounds for a player, you've got to you've got to pay seven million pounds player wages. Um, which are a, a lot more than someone you're bringing in for £2 million. So there's that side of it too. Yeah, in terms of uh, Wyman, um, then yeah, I, I think he could be a, a, a good addition to the squad. I'm not so sure myself that he's necessarily going to be Bobby Reid's, um replacement in terms of coming straight into the team well, and, yeah. taking, and playing behind Chaju. Well,
0: Shizu's out for the first six games. So Lee Johnson's got to plan for that to start with, hasn't he? But if you think about who is going to be starting those six games, it's a great option to have with his experience. He's still only 26 as well, so he still does have potential. He's yet to reach his peak.
1: Absolutely. We've seen, what, three or four signings coming in now, all with their best years ahead of them. Uh, Webster, Hunt. Um, Watkins as well you could argue is just going to be coming to his peak and he's shown that he he can do it previously if not last year and Wyman so yeah he he offers versatility Um, he can play out wide which he's done a lot of at at Derby and people have been moaning about his goal scoring rate but I actually don't think five goals from out wide is is too bad especially when you combine it with Mm. his work rate Mm. and I've seen a lot of Derby fans saying basically that this guy works his ass off he's a team player Mm. and, and that's exactly what Lee wants from his side
0: Hakib Adelikan, another new signing that's been confirmed this week. We thought he was incoming, didn't we, from Scunthorpe? And he waited to finish his contract there, which means Bristol City don't have to pay a fee. There might be some sort of agreement, might, and they might have to pay something. But uh, again, is he is he one for the future? Is he going to be playing much at Ashton Gate this next season? What do you
1: know about him? I think he's one for now. He's, he he impressed a lot at Scunthorpe. I know, obviously our sports editor Aidan is a Scunthorpe fan, um, fan so he's been keeping us updated on that one and we knew he was going to sign once his contract ran out and yeah we also know um, knew that there were, was competition for him and the club have, have rightly trumpeted that and, and explained that they've beaten away Um, a lot of good clubs for his services. And, yeah, this is a guy who I'm excited about because I explained this the other day. He scores very highly on the stats again as a a creative player. So fully expect him to have a big role um, from out wide this season. And Lee wanted to upgrade his wide options, and he's certainly done that.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's, It's looking like a pretty positive window so far. Would it be the cherry on top if they can bring in Jack Marriott?
1: Yeah, good question. A lot of people are saying, it is the interest over there?" My information is that they've still got an interest in Marriott. However, nothing would happen without basically space being freed up in the squad. So, if you if you look at their lineup at the moment, they've got pretty much two players for every position. So, unless somebody else left, um, then I don't think we'll see Marriott coming into Bristol City. But too expensive, you know, possibly, possibly. I mean. I, What was interesting, I was thinking last night, was that actually Lee Johnson, at the beginning of The Window, made reference to Jack Marriott, didn't he? He was speaking to... Uh, Jeff Twentyman he did that interview on BBC Radio Bristol. And, it, yeah, it's funny now that l- looking back, he actually mentioned um, Jack Marriott and he said at the time, well, Peterborough are asking for something like £5 million for it, mm. someone like Marriott. So he, he obviously feels that maybe £5 million was a lot for Marriott. So mm-hmm. now that the asking price seems to be, what, 6 maybe even £7 million, I, yeah, I, I just can't see Bristol City going in for him. But I think they would like him.
0: But he didn't play in Peterborough's pre-season friendly the other night, which is an indicator that he's definitely off. We just don't know where to.
1: Yeah, possibly so. Possibly so. Maybe, maybe we're going to see somebody leave Bristol City. Um, And I do know that a fair few players were told at the beginning of the summer that if suitable offers came in, then they would be allowed to go. Um, And and then in that case, they would maybe bring in Marriott. However, I I think Bristol City are, are kind of done in the forward areas and... hoping to get some clarification, actually, from Lee Johnson himself. Uh,
0: I must ask you if it's coming home. (laughs) How did you find (laughs) Tuesday night? It was amazing scenes then at Ashton Gate. You know, it looked like there was almost thousands of people there watching on that big screen. I know the players have been down there this week watching games as well, on uh, that beautiful lawn. It's all right for some, isn't it? Do pre-season training, then go and watch the games. Some of us have got to do work. But I was working down at Sky Sports News and trying to keep it together during that penalty shootout is one of the hardest things I've ever done. It was... Oh, it was painful to watch, wasn't it? And uh, Jordan Pickford, no what doubts a, about him now.
1: What a save, what a save, yeah. I mean,
0: the save just before, I mean, which ultimately led to the corner for the equaliser, what a save that was. Unbelievable, sure. Yeah, and then yeah. in the penalty shoot, he stepped up. But what's going on here? Is it coming home? I mean, semi-finals now, very reachable if we win against Sweden on Saturday.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I fancy them to actually, yeah, do something now. Um, final? Having... Do
0: you think it was the Final?
1: I Yeah, I I do. I honestly do. Um... I mean, the two teams... Well, the one
0: team for me that's sort of lit up the tournament is France for that game against Argentina last Saturday when Mbappe was unreal. And there's been reports of his signing, commanding a fee of upwards of £200 million, although Real Madrid have come out now and said, "Uh, no, 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 that's not true, but we'll have to wait and see. But his pace I'd be very frightened of if France got to the final and England were to meet them there. But also, you can never write off Brazil, can you? So, for me... I'd say they're the two favourites, but they might have to meet each other.
1: So, absolutely, we, we've sort of said it before. Everybody's talking about it. The path is open right up to I the mean, final. You
0: think, right? One of these teams is going to be in the final: Sweden, England, Croatia, or Russia.
1: Yeah, crazy. that is mad.
0: <laughs> How has this happened? For me, I, I, for me, it's England or Croatia.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd agree. I I fancy them to have a good tournament now, just because... Oh, I'm so nervous! Yeah, now that they've got this this penalty shoe out of the the way, I just think they're going to be flying confidence-wise, aren't they, at the weekend? They must be.
0: I mean, when Jordan Henderson missed, we all thought the same, didn't we? We're like, here we go again, but... Do you think they can beat Sweden on Saturday? Where are you watching it? I
1: do. I'm, I'm tempted to get myself down to Ashton Gate. I really think that's been great for the club. I would though. love that's, to. smart work. I would
0: love to go down. I'm, I've made sure I'm not working on Saturday. Well but um, we're away we in Dorset. But the scenes of what the club has done down there has been fantastic, hasn't it? And to, to bring everyone together to watch England like that. Yeah, I
1: think it's, it's good. I don't work. think
0: everyone stood there as a Bristol City fan, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, no. I, I mean, my job obviously is to criticise the club at times when they're out of, out of place and yeah at the same by the same token I, I think we should applaud the club at times as well and this is something that's working really well it's bringing in funds for the club as well which will, will in turn go towards the playing squad etc and yeah as well as the community work that they do this is this has been another success story for them
0: and it's bringing the city together to support the country which is lovely
1: yes absolutely absolutely So
0: okay so we're saying England's in the semi-finals
1: I, Why are you looking
0: I, at me like that? I, I fancy think the final?
1: final. I fancy the final. I think they can do this. I think okay. they can do this.
0: OK, so we're not sure when we're going to be recording the podcast next week, but if we get through, it could be before or after the semi-final. So we'll see how our nerves are next week.
1: Incidentally, Bristol City have got a match, haven't they, On the same at the same time as the England game next week. No. So I, well,
0: I, if they get through. Yeah. Listen to you, yeah, at the same time as the semi-final, which England will be in. So presumptuous. <laughs> but that, yeah. should, they'll move that, won't they?
1: I hope so. Oh, come on. (laughs)
0: Who's preseason friendly against? Uh,
1: That is the Wednesday night, so I think uh, that is the Johnson Cup. Oh, my word.
0: No. No, 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 no. Surely they'd move it. We will see. We're getting very presumptuous. Got to get past Sweden first. Well, thank you for listening this week to the Robins on the Wire podcast. We'll be back next week and hopefully have news of more transfer activity it's been a very busy week and if you're listening on iTunes please rate and review us this podcast was sponsored by elm legal services based in bristol who provide will writing and estate planning services across the uk a standard single will is 99 pounds you can call them on 0800 019 4557
1: robins on the
0: wire